the final fantasy. Welcome back to the Final Fantasy Podcast. I am your host, John, and with me today, as always, is uh, my little sweet fantasy buddy, uh, Josh. How you doing, Hello. Josh? Well, this is the first of uh, what we want to do in the, uh, talking about in the past, doing a couple mini-sodes before games, um, and today uh, seemed like the best time to do it of any because the league is imploding and everyone has COVID and yeah. Uh, so before we get into that, uh, I guess we can recap some of the Thanksgiving games. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Josh, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I did. Thank you, John. Did you, did you eat your fill of uh, stuffing and granny? I did. I had both brisket and turkey and sides. You got to have the sides. Oh, you got to. Um, Brisket uh, and turkey. You look canigula over here. Yeah. With your uh, multi-meat. I fell asleep your... at like uh, 8 o'clock in a food coma. And, and he never woke up again. Hours. Well, I'm glad that you had a good holiday. Mine was good as well. Um, but yeah, those games were obviously one of the games was pushed due to everyone on the Ravens uh, getting uh, the virus, including uh, Lamar Jackson, which is a uh, ultra bummer. But um Two games did go on, uh, one of which ended with the uh, today firing of Matt Patricia uh, after the Lions got uh, kind of beat up, um, and then the Cowboys lost. Not, neither game was uh, very competitive. No, they were both kind of snoozers. Yeah, um, say that. Well, I mean, the Lions game, you know, it seemed like at the end there, I mean, the Cowboys game too, I mean, they were like down like four, and then all of a sudden they were down, you know, four scores and seven I know years it wasn't that drastic but um yeah i mean i i had uh antonio gibson um who you know a obviously good game. blew up and went off and had himself a little day um zeke not so much nope i had to plug him in i had salvin uh salvin Ahmed starting he missed practice and it was pretty much a uh at that point looked like he was going to be out so i pulled him and luckily for my brain, he did eventually get ruled out. So I didn't, you know, leave him on the bench to score points. One with Zeke, only one and a half. Dude, I played had Deshaun Watson. So we're still close, still got the projection to win. Um, so feeling fine there. Um, you didn't have anyone going, I don't believe, did you? Uh, I had uh, Matt Prater. Going. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, whatever. Kicker be damned. Um, so obviously the talk going into the week was a lot, you know, the, the Ravens running backs all, you know, have co you know jk dobbins mark ingram um since then there's been you know Mar obviously lamar jackson and you know the steelers were complaining about their game getting pushed and now uh connor the starting running back for the steelers now has tested positive as well as a coach um so now they have their own positive tests josh uh, do you think that game's gonna happen uh, no <laughs> absolutely not yeah um I think if you uh, have, or own anyone on either the Steelers or the Ravens, you need to start looking at different options uh, immediately, mm -hmm. which I've already done. Um, but yeah, there's no scenario in my mind where that game probably goes forward. Um, and more interesting question is kind of what they do, what the NFL does after that. Um, my guess would be 
they do some scheduling jiggering uh, yeah. with the um, playoffs and basically kind of sucks for the Steelers. They'll probably end up missing out on the, you know, the bye week that they would have had um, if the playoffs go forward as, as scheduled, but mm-hmm. you know, kind of sucks if you were a Steelers owner, you basically had two bye weeks for all of your players or, same thing if you're a Ravens owner, but yeah, um, and like I said, I, I obviously totally warranted for Steelers players to be pissed after their game got moved. Understand that now, you know they have, you know they have players starting to test positive too. So you know now it's kind of a wash. But yeah, the Ravens have 18 players. And just so it's them. said, there's more important things in life than fantasy football, and you know we wish James Conner the best oh. of health. And, absolutely I mean, that's um, especially beautiful. with his prior you know health issues um you know just hope for a speedy recovery but um i'm glad i have snell on my bench i, I guess i have that to say so because i think i don't know exactly what the covid protocols are but i think it's generally if you test positive you're going to have to set out a couple weeks yeah um, i know i mean if you test positive you're you're out like there's at least for that game that yeah much I do. Um, certainly that up your, yep, you're you're fading in and out a little bit, buddy. But um, yeah, absolutely. If you if you are uh, if you do test positive, yeah, it's. I mean, like like Lamar Jackson ain't playing this week. James Conner's not playing this week. You know, you get that positive test. I think you know if there's like the worry or something that you were in contact with someone and you tested negative, you know, then you're on that reserve list, and then you have to hit a certain amount of positive tests or negative tests to um to play. But um, uh, yeah. So there's that, yeah. but. Lots. Only reason I'm bringing it up is just kind of for more the fantasy football perspective of, you know, if you got Snell on your waivers or Wilkins on your waivers, I'd be snatching them yep. up. Yep. Yep. Because also, yeah, we didn't bring up the fact Jonathan Taylor now also yeah. ruled out um, with a positive test. He did have a positive test, correct? He, uh, he did. Um, yeah, I think so. they're going to confirm it, but he, I think he's probably out regardless. So, yeah. So, um, James Conner. Oddly enough. I, I feel like I'm more happy starting Wilkins with Taylor out than I was starting Taylor uh, if he was going to be playing. Yeah. Uh, just getting that backfields worked out. But I get you on that one. I mean, you had to have had to feel a little bit good with, uh, with Jonathan Taylor's game last week. Mind you, it was against a, you know, pretty poor Packers run D, but also, you know, you know, seeing that kind of production sit, which I mean, I guess it was possible that he would just fall him back into his old ways, but um, no, that's a big one too. So, um, another thing that actually just popped up, uh, maybe the most fun possibility of, uh, well, I guess it's never fun with, with, uh, the COVID situation, but, uh, every Broncos quarterback that's Bortles, Drew Locke and, uh, Ripon, Brett Ripon, all out, none can play. They were all around someone, um, who had COVID, I assume that's what the article I read stated. Um, none of them were wearing, wearing masks, so none of them are being allowed to play. So emergency quarterback, backup running back, Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman is in the game. And I was talking to Josh earlier, you'd have to be desperate, real desperate. But, I mean, they're playing a real tough Saints defense, but I imagine they're going to design a lot of runs for him. Um, I don't remember the last time Royce Freeman, Freeman played quarterback at any point obviously not in the nfl but in his football had in high career. school he didn't play at oregon he, yeah he oregon. so i mean yeah it would have had to have been a very long time ago 
So can't imagine they're going to be, uh, I imagine they're going to be simplifying the playbook a little bit because they're playing the game. They're not, you know, they're not forfeiting. They're not doing any of that shit. They are playing the game. Obviously getting a quarterback in town and uh, up to speed on the playbook in a day is not really a possibility. So well, I, if you have the New Orleans defense though, which you do, don't you, John? I think. Yes, I do. Actually, I was planning on sitting them. Um, just because I like the matchup with Miami. I have Miami's defense. I saved them this week playing the Jets. Now I'm going to be hard-pressed not to start the Saints, I think. Yeah. Oh, you have. If you yeah, don't I think, Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about that one now. Um, it'll probably blow up my face and Royce Freeman, Freeman will throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns. <laughs> knowing the way that my season's gone. He takes um, the starting position off of that game. That would be mm-hmm. awesome. It starts a run. He breaks uh, Brady's uh, record. He, like, he has like eight, <laughs> eight Super Bowls and just takes over that division and makes Patrick Mahomes. Well, I hope like we get that in. game uh, in our – Oh, my God. No, that's uh, – I want that in our market so bad. I have to watch that. I mean, at some point in time, I feel like we have to, you know, just chill out, you know, to get a package or something so we can watch everything. But until then, oh, man, I would love nothing more than to watch Royce Freeman play quarterback for the Broncos. And I feel kind of bad for him, but also it's like, Hey, you get to start a game of quarterback in the NFL. It's gotta be kind of cool. Right. I mean, maybe <laughs> probably Go more nerve wracking than anything, but yeah, enjoy yourself, you know, Just ball out positions only come a few times in your life. You got to take full advantage. Um, yeah. With that, I mean, looking over, you've already gone over some options here. Jordan Wilkins, obviously, um, you know, there Benny Snell, I think, yeah, if he's available, I'd, I'd snag him. But that game, I mean, I don't even know how you how yeah. you consider that game being played at this point. And obviously, yeah, if they have to push it, I imagine they could probably do some, you know, fuckery with the schedule, throw them in on a Thursday night or something to spare, you know, having to do an extra an extra game. But um, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. <laughs> um, but yes, I mean that's that's you know Smith Schuster, that's Deontay Johnson, that's uh eric ebron you know a lot of really solid fantasy contributors roethlisberger obviously uh you know connor of course but then on the other side too i mean that's you know that's lamar jackson so that game is played no lamar jackson so i mean you got to start looking at quarterbacks um so i mean we can make some amendments to that i mean Derek carr is only rostered in 56 percent of leagues going against atlanta um, if he's available in your league and you're Lamar Jackson or Ben Roethlisberger and are like, obviously at this point, we don't know if they're going to cancel that game or not. It seems like they aren't going through canceling games or whatever, making teams forfeit, which I don't see happening. But um, obviously I think it's more likely that the game gets pushed. So finding players, you know, who maybe are equal, you know, in some, some aspects, like obviously the Ravens running back room, hard to, you know, start them week in week out. So obviously if you were rolling with one of them, you can probably find someone, you know, serviceable, you know, Frank Gore uh, still available in a lot of leagues. Not the most inspiring start, but I mean, it's better than nothing. Yeah. Probably picked up in a lot of leagues by now, but I had Brian Hill sitting on my bench mm-hmm. yeah, and Todd Brian Gurley's Hill. out with, uh, I think, a concussion, right? Um, yes, yes. Todd Gurley has been ruled out. So, yeah, that's another one. Yeah, Brian Hill. But, yeah, I would imagine. for because, you know, the games I've watched of the Falcons, uh, Brian Hill gets quite a bit of touches in that backfield, and he's always looked pretty good. So, and I like the matchup um, this week uh, for him. So, yeah, I think that's a solid matchup as well. 
Um, yeah, Frank Gore is only rostered in 18.8% of leagues. He is rostered in ours, yeah, because LaMichael P. Ryan, obviously everyone thought he was going to come in. He had the high ankle sprain last week. Gore back in that starter job. Um, yeah, let's look at Brian Hill's availability, shall we? Um, he plays for the Atlanta Falcons. Ever since I was a boy, I've been a fan of the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, Brian Hill um, only rostered in 209 Wow. Wow. Yeah. Because um, that news about Gurley's been, I think, on, you know. Yeah, forthcoming. I mean, he Thursday. is. And there is a, there has been a, a spike in his ownership by uh, 15%. So obviously people are getting around to it, but with him being out now, yeah, obviously getting, getting Brian Smith in there. I mean, obviously, I mean, Edo Smith could be a potential start also for teams looking for people, obviously not great. You aren't, you aren't, you know, dying to do it by any means, but obviously he's going to be getting more play. Um, as a second stringer than as a third stringer. Um, another situation that you are dealing with on your end, you've got Gio Bernard in concussion yeah. protocol right now. I'm not sure if there's been any news on him today. Practice Friday, full practice Friday. Full practice, there's, yeah. He has to clear like the final protocols. I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic he's probably going to start uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, I'll be you know plugging in probably Jerry Judy or somebody into my flex, but um, it's looking like he's going to start. But um, again, if you're looking for a handcuff this week and you're desperate, P Ryan's probably available in a lot of leagues. Yeah. And also just coming in too, um, a little bit ago, Chris Carson has been cleared. So he is back after four weeks. So if you're a Chris Carson owner and you've been waiting for that, he is back. So you get to roll with Chris Carson again. I imagine he'll be taking a full workload. Um, yeah, looking around. Any other boys that you're liking this week for pickup? I know the waiver wire is kind of a. Uh, well, yeah, the only other bit of news in the last you know, few days is uh, Tua is uh, He's sitting. That means it's Spitz it's magic time once again in Miami. Um, we, we all knew it would happen again, and he got <laughs> Tua got benched last week, and now here we are. The Fitz magic lives on. Um, and, you know, I'd, I'd like. Um, Fitzpatrick in that matchup if you're you know if you're a Roethlisberger owner or really just anyone with a you know middle tier uh, quarterback um, I'd consider picking him up and I think he's a good start. I also want to go back to something you just said about your own personal team about plugging in Jerry Judy I don't know if I'd want to play him with Royce Freeman starting at quarterback Oh, um, yeah. yeah, that's true. That might be because, slightly uh, foolish. His projected points may go down slightly. I um, think yeah, I'd imagine there's going to be a little bit of a drop off there. But I mean, Marcus Veldescantling only on in 14, 14.5% of leagues. Hunter Renfro, solid dude, you know, not great, but he's only on an 11%. There's some decent wide receivers out there. Um, obviously, you'd want to start guys like, you know, uh, seeing you know Tim Patrick who's had a couple of really good games not gonna happen this week I don't think but yeah he's coming off a of five five catch 119 yard performance last week think the Royce Freeman train is gonna is gonna halt that a little bit um LaVisca Chenault Jr. also uh healthy and available in or only rostered in 12 12 percent of leagues so I mean that could be an option um Mind you, down in Jacksonville, Mike Glennon is now the starting quarterback there. So have fun. Uh, roll the dice <laughs> on that. Uh, Des Bryant also signed to the 53-man roster for, for Baltimore. So he is in. and But also, yeah, he plays for Baltimore. So 
probably won't be playing. But um, yeah, I mean, there's some options. Josh Reynolds only have, uh, only rostered in 11 percent of leagues. He's had, you know, obviously a little bit of a down game against the uh, the Bucks, but played uh, had a tremendous game the week before. So I mean, he's available. There are options. Maybe not the sexiest or the most appealing. Um, yeah, Golden Tate only rostered in 23. You're hitting that point. You know, Jalen Rager, uh, 22. So there's a lot of guys available. But um, yeah, top of that, wide receivers covers pretty much that. Tight ends. I mean, you're going, you know, looking at um, looking at uh, Mark Andrews, Eric Ebron, uh, not playing. So I mean, guys like Jordan Reed, you know, this week. Uh, still has the questionable designation, but should play against the Rams only out in 14%. Um, Jared Cook, um, 62%. So probably less likely on that one, but um, still there. Um, obviously, Dalton Schultz has already played. So not great there either, but there are some options. You've got some, you've got some places to look around. Anything else to add, Joshy boy? Oh, boy. Um... Nothing for me. I can't think of anything else. Yeah. No, it's been an exciting uh, 24 hours. It really has. Waking up to seeing your team just completely decimated was but wacky. I, I feel okay about it now. I mean, it sucks. I don't probably won't have the Steelers defense going. Um, yeah. Probably yeah. Were you planning on starting there, the Steelers defense? I did pick up the Jets defense. I'm questioning that decision now, but Oof. Yeah. I mean, Chet's defense, boy. <laughs> well, I would have been okay if Tua had been starting, but Fitzmagic can let it fly. So that's what he does. He he's, puts those magical balls he's up in the Magic air. man, baby. Never know what can happen. Oh, also, I hate to mention his name again, but uh, Kirk Cousins is available in uh, about about 75% of leagues. So yeah, yeah. have fun with that. Um, yeah, but so like also f- some more fun news. Matt Patricia finally getting the axe in uh, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex obviously is not with us today. He had some uh, prior engagements. Um, he sends his love, obviously. <laughs> to the Patricia family? Uh, no, to all of our listeners. He sends nothing but <laughs> hate hate and vitriol <laughs> to Matt Patricia. Yeah. I... The short order line cook of head coaches, as he would as he would say. Um <laughs> Yeah, seeing players, ex-players, like celebrating uh, Bob Quinn and Patricia getting fired on Twitter. It's been super fun. I know Eric Ebron threw some stuff out, Darius Slay, um, because they're they're good. And, you know, Matt, Patricia, and Bob Quinn suck. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, you wonder, like, so that's three head coaches now fired the season. And somehow, inexplicably, one of them wasn't named Adam Gase. So I know. Yet Adam Gase still still draws breath as Jets head coach. Still you know? lives, still lives, and probably will until next year. But Ugh. yeah, Patricia record of thirteen twenty nine and one um, over the, the span of time that he was head coach in Detroit. Obviously, he replaced uh, Jim Caldwell, who had those you know two nine and seven seasons and playoffs and stuff like that. You know, I, and I like I said, nine and seven over two years in playoffs is way better than, you know, 13, 29 and one. I love that they got a tie in there too. That's awesome. But, um, you know, obviously the thing, the thought process, it was an upgrade. Clearly it was a downgrade. And I mean, it started off on a bad note. I mean, when he got hired, then there was the, you know, the, you know, the news that he had, you know, been accused of, you know, 
of some nasty, gross crimes and stuff, um, which obviously was super easy to suss out, but the Lions, of course, are not good at their job or whatever, or they just didn't <laughs> care. Um, yeah, ended, you know, the way it began, not great. Uh, Daryl Bevel will be the interim head coach. He was a uh, offensive coordinator for the uh, Seahawks during their time early when Russell Wilson early when they won that Super Bowl quarterbacks coach back with the Packers in the early 2000s um, with Favre and Rodgers for his rookie year and was OC for the uh, Minnesota Vikings. So see what that does. I mean, obviously the Lions aren't going anywhere. Um, just getting, you know, completely and totally embarrassed on Thanksgiving. That was an ugly, <laughs> ugly, ugly, ugly game. But yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, this is a shorty boy. This is a little short one. Um, but in keeping with the regular, you know, our, our regular full boy podcasts, um, obviously we'll probably get into more of this as it goes on. Um, but Josh, I'm just going to ask you one trivia question and I'm going to ask <laughs> you, this is a softball cause there's nobody to go against. Yeah. This is just an opportunity to make me look like an idiot. So what team, what team was Matt Patricia the defensive coordinator for before getting hired by the Detroit Lions. Oh, the the Patriots. You got one. Hey, that was you a did softball. It. And guess what? There's nobody else here. That was the softest softball. No, I can't give any yes. good ones. I can't give any good oh, ones. Yeah. We we have to save those for the for the next full pod um, yeah. on Tuesday. But um, yeah, uh, lots of crazy news. Lots of crazy stuff. Uh, probably upload this tonight. Um, so. Uh, Sunday we'll have some Twitter, you know, Q and A, uh, starts and sits. So we'll get after that. But Josh, you got anything to go out on? No, just hope everyone, uh, all our listeners, had a good Thanksgiving, and you know, hope we get past this little COVID, COVID scare in the NFL. But um, you know, it's kind of mirroring what's happening in in society right now. So yeah, yeah. not unexpected. But well, you know, obviously, yeah. I mean, you. Know, you care about the players you care about all that stuff and so you know they're for us anyway maybe not the league but the important thing um so yeah like you said earlier you hope that um they're all good yeah and like you mentioned james connor with his cancer um that he beat earlier so all the best to him um and i guess we'll finish out on uh one fun thing that occurred oh one fun thing that occurred can you hear that Right. I just had like an advertisement start like blaring in my ear holes. <laughs> so hopefully that doesn't show up on the recording because it was a run the jewels song. Um, yeah, uh, ending on something fun that did happen today. Uh, uh, Vanderbilt uh, University, they lost big, but uh, made some history uh, with a kicker, uh, Sarah Fuller, uh, became the first woman to play in a Power 5 football game. Um, uh, she started the second half kickoff, uh, squid kick for the Commodores. Uh, so that's really cool. Congratulations, Sarah Fuller. You are awesome and making that history, boys. Uh, but with that, uh, Joshy boy, you have a good one. We'll talk later, and we'll get this. Uh, we'll get this going. You too. Keep on fantasying, kids.